Hello and welcome to Campaign Comrades, your favorite leftist gaming podcast. We have got all the comrades in the chat and we are all here super excited for Glorbo. Folks, are you excited for Glorbo? He's coming. Have you heard heard the good news of Glorbo? I already have a Glorbo tattoo on my tramp stamp area. (laughs) (laughs) This is the number one gaming drop I've ever heard of. I've I've fully embraced Glorbo lifestyle and will be donating all my earthly goods uh, to the Church of Scientology in his name. (laughs) Uh, Glorbo is here to shake up the World of Warcraft meta, at least that is according to the AI bot that generated this news piece for, I don't actually know which uh it's called zleague.gg that's a real reputable source right there uh it's where i get all of my gaming reporting because they know that's what's hot in the streets weird i get all of my gaming reporting straight from facebook the true <laughs> uh the true purveyors of knowledge the yeah. the high the highlights from this article are players express excitement for Glorbo's arrival and its potential impact on the game, as well as they they also had uh, reservations about the mandatory item click clack <laughs> and its effect on casual players. Yeah, so this is this is just coming from you know your 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 grade A redditors just uh, you know in in the in the meme trenches spamming this this ai bot with all this data to this metadata to influence its reporting and lo and behold uh the machine the machine learning ain't so learned it uh, <laughs> well, i mean we easily do we've come full circle to when microsoft released that ai bot onto twitter for like 24 hours and it became a nazi in like 10 <laughs> oh that's down. that's standard that's standard <laughs> Um, or like how I think it was chat GPT recently is like 2% as accurate on math problems as it was, uh, like a couple months ago because of how many times people have like <laughs> fucked with it, like trying to do, uh, math homework. Hilarious. Uh, my personal favorite is that there's appreciation for previous game changes, such as the inclusion of Claxi as a playable race. And and I just like that they, you know, that just, I don't know. It feels like there's just some racism against the Claxi race. Like, I don't even know about the Claxis, but uh, I mean, I don't think they're true. I don't either, but I do know that Under Armour had a marketing campaign about Click Clack. So maybe (laughs) if Under Armour supports it, it's got to be racist. Probably true. (laughs) This, um, this Under Armour is, is is an official you know an official sponsored brand for for cops. Yes. So hey, yeah. and the rock it, it tracks, it all tracks. But yeah, Andrew, you brought this 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 very tickling story to our attention, um, but it's like you know reminiscent of some uh, you know this this is a a not a real website basically right but like yeah they're they're doing this at actual. Um, "Quote unquote reputable game news <laughs> sources." Um, so we we someone else had posted uh, this one earlier that we like tagged when you when you posted when you posted the Glorbo story for us. Um, but you know, the, 
all all tech tech tangential uh media is you know obviously gung-ho on ai and this has basically been you know writing on the wall for quite some time now but uh this was like at the end of this happened at the end of june um where the where geo media the the company that owns gizmodo kotaku quartz jezebel deadspin all, all the good ones yeah we're all, we're all uh you know getting even better uh by by rolling out a quote modest test of <laughs> ai content on its sites um all of which was you know uh had been you know kind of uh, preceded by a shit ton of of layoffs at some of the the various these various companies insert uh, mark Wahlberg. what no and you know not to mention the broader uh actors and screenwriters oh. guild strikes again because you know these streamers and movie companies also want to use ai to write our story what was the thing what was the thing i saw it was like they were gonna pay extras like 150 bucks or 200 bucks they're gonna they're gonna stick like them in the them kojima in the kojima yeah. soul stealing device and yeah. use their yeah, you, likeness for infinity, for infinity and then never have and, to pay extras ever again my, my favorite part about those contracts like that that they use um the one that I'm familiar with was from American Idol. It was like the example contract we used in my class. Definitely and... not predatory. <laughs> yeah, definitely not predatory. Well, yeah, American um, Idol was aired on Fox. What, yeah. what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and and it's, you know, their ability to use your likeness, blah, 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 throughout like the world and the universe for eternity is the phrase. <laughs> That's the standard language, language yeah. right? I've seen, I've seen <laughs> that phrase popped up throughout a the lot. universe. At, yeah, at my company gotta cover all your bases everything that's, literally that's, everything it, yeah. we might have space travel like the mcu at some point and if we're gonna have uh you know movies on the scroll planet uh you know we gotta <laughs> we gotta be able to fucking you know use your likeness there too yeah and like if they don't if they don't you know set that up someone else might use your likeness on an interstellar billboard and they're mm-hmm. not going to be making money off of it. They're not so. going to profit. Not my company when they were bringing the marketing team in, we, that was the waiver we all had to sign was that they could use our likeness and the images like ad infinitum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen that, that, uh, that phrasing pop up quite a lot recently. Yeah. It's my, it's my fave. It's like, it's such great contract language, great drafting. Mm-hmm. I really can think use it, through it, it all. forever, and it's just the number four yeah. E backwards V E R. Forever. No, I, I, you know, this is also um, we got to give our props to redditors. We are not always kind to that uh, community on this podcast. They don't deserve they, kindness. <laughs> they, they did get a win, and, that, here, and that's coming from that's coming from the group from, a, from a redditor. Well, it's yeah. because he knows no, like, that they're all masochists. And... Oh no, they're way. <laughs> they I mean, I've seen things on there that I'm a filter for you guys. I filter things <laughs> to you. I filter the sickness. I don't give you. I don't give you dolphins and fish that I saw this morning. Well, we thank you uh, for your what service. those dolphins do to the fish. <laughs> yeah, oh God! Yeah. Some one of my one of my friends uh, who I like co-stream with every weekend. Folks, go check out Blind Neil on Twitch. Um, he was asking me like, uh, you know, 
we were just talking about some something uh we're talking just about like the this is a tangent but uh the 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 reddit mod situation from last month or whatever and like if i was familiar with it i'm like tangentially because i'm lucky enough to have that <laughs> that reddit filter i i experience uh a curated reddit reddit experience through <laughs> vicariously through matt so it's like yeah saluting uh yeah. everything he does for us in the content minds oh my, my absolute favorite <laughs> to continue this tangent just before we end it obviously there's still been drama around you know third-party api charging from reddit and all the stuff that that's what everyone was mad about mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that reddit was going to charge third-party services for using the api um reddit brought back r slash place which is a thing where you can dedicate time to like make pretty things and like make pixel art onto a, a big thing and at the end of the month oh you know, i remember that thing. where it was yeah, like community yeah. communities yep. like you know and, and people have been writing like like coerced efforts space. into writing like fuck the ceo and stuff like that or like his name or whatever like spez or something mm -hmm. and i was like oh you're showing him by using engagement on his platform yeah. to to do the is thing the, that he wanted you to do is Serena Williams' husband still? Does he still own and run Reddit? I believe so. I don't uh, think Henson he. I don't think he sold it. Chunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. I don't think he's like sold all of his stake. I'm pretty sure he still runs Reddit. Either, either way, Alexis O'Hanahan or something like that. Uh, yeah. How people's protest was using exactly what they were, you know, being baited into using and doing exactly what they were. Tencent owns five percent of Reddit. Yeah. So what? 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 What does like does Tencent not have like a five percent stake in? Yeah. Yeah. Not, check, um... check your social security number. Uh, check your birth certificate. There's a <laughs> there's a small Tencent owns four percent of your likeness. Is he not the chair? Is he not like the the head of the company anymore? I don't believe so. It's not completely clear. Either way, that's a deviation. Yeah. It's more more discussion about Reddit than ever needed to be had. <laughs> but I don't I do think, you know, this is a fun way to fight back against this bullshit uh you know, uh theme and change we're seeing as these companies want like it like Geo want to make reporting AI and it's just Cool. We'll fool them into uh, just being completely useless, uh, even more so than they already were. <laughs> they they took the complaint of like writers and journalists wanting to make more money to like live more, like oh like we'll get rid of that like need whatsoever and we like we won't have a job for it anymore. Like that was their solution. It's been their solution to you know their unionizing efforts is like yeah let's let's fire union member like union members and replace them with an ai bot to write listicles yeah i'm i'm just excited for when uh, an ai bot gets fooled into writing an article about how uh, the next mario game will include fascism as its core tenant he is Italian, so only the northern Italians. The southerners had no part in that. that this sounds like <laughs> no true Scotsman too. type uh, discussion. Well, uh, Glorbo is here to stay. Uh, Glorbo will rule rule us all. Um, 
as far to start attending church the church scientology the the church of glorbo will rise out of the ashes uh you know where everything is getting you know everything in the media landscape is being foreclosed upon whether it's you know corporate consolidation or uh you know media you know the 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 closing of media around you know machine learning and all this shit or the the removal of access to the fucking content that you own which brings us to mike's mm-hmm. mike's story that he that he brought he brought for us like what you can uh, just like start and end it just by saying french and then we <laughs> <laughs> oui, oui. it's actually um, a thing for our next two stories and it's not it's, it's not uh it's not exclusively not exclusive the, french. To the french yeah um have fun editing that one talking at the same words at the same time matt um but yeah so the the story (laughs) the uh it's something that we've talked about multiple times on the pod but just the fear that uh with going fully digital or you know trending that way that gaming companies are going to start to rip our games out from underneath us um because we don't have physical copies to hold on to you know, and that that's setting aside the different and issue they've, of they've been of doing life. that for the past couple of years, you know, oh, they've more been and more it. frequently. They've been doing especially it. these live service games. Well, yeah, it's and- like uh was it last year's Sony State of Play? One of the big air quotes launches was the, the Gundam Overwatch game. And now this year it's getting shut down in November, so it got like one year of usage. Yeah, well, and and that one's slightly different, and that's what I was gonna like go into is like the, those games that get shut down, um, but you know are largely like free to play games at times, or you know, uh, you know the servers get shut down. But this is like you know you buy your multiple copies of Assassin's Creed to just sit on your Ubisoft account, um, and all of a sudden one day when you finally get the free time to you know, go beat the Templars, uh, your games are gone because you haven't, you know, played well, on your Ubisoft the Templars account. took them from you. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> it is the Templars stealing <laughs> our gaming from us. It, it, it is true. We need to become assassins, assassins, <laughs> and take on the Templars. It, we need In Minecraft, in games. <laughs> assassins uh, Creed, the movie, the game, in reality. Yeah, but, so, you know... Ubisoft uh, and some other companies are now like taking the next step that we had been fearing. And it's like games that you purchase that are still, you know, live and viable games to play getting ripped away because Ubisoft decided, oh, you haven't been playing very much lately. Um, Your account's been too inactive and we don't want to yeah. store the data anymore. Say, do you, you don't want to store think, the data? Do you think this we is a make server? purchase. Do you think this is a server thing where they're where they're being being like uh or like a database man like their excuse is like oh it's like it's too expensive to maintain uh it's to data maintain. for people who aren't using it yeah they give us physical fucking discs or is it something to do with like you know this is a way for them to try to juice like daily active users or monthly active users which yo battle are, pass um, to keep your games are obsessed with. <laughs> Well, battle yeah. pass to keep your games it's going to be the new thing i'm so glad I mean, i'm ahead of the curve yeah I, I i wouldn't be surprised if you know ubisoft makes you pay 9.99 a month 
to you know, imagine know, hitting Sunday and seeing that there's network issues and be like, no, I can't get my weeklies. If I don't play my weeklies, I lose the game forever. Take it away. <laughs> well, that's what they're gonna do with the Assassin's Creed Infinity, right? You know, it's they're moving these things from you know, again, physical media that you can hold to these platforms, platforms that you participate Ugh. in. Platform economy, baby. But yeah, so you know, this is definitely the next step. And and like you said, Ben, you know, uh combination of server space wanting to juice numbers yeah they can make whatever more sales you know and and it's probably both yeah i think it's all three of those things you know that i mean these companies would love nothing more than for you to buy something and then never use it you you are the perfect customer if you do that and and then and then when you decide the one time you want to use it because you finally you know have free time to play the game you want to play you got to repurchase it again because <laughs> Ubisoft canceled your account, shut you down. So my question about like the technical aspect of this is like, I mean, Ubisoft throws in this bullshit with like, even if you you buy a game outside of their dedicated marketplace, it they have to. This is on PC. They they have to work through the fucking yeah. launcher. The what's it called now? You Connect. It yeah. used to be Ubisoft something. Connect. It used to be Look. Origin, if I remember correctly. No, that was EA. That was yeah, EA. Yeah, EA, oh, yeah. was or- yeah. EA was EA's had like four launcher. or five different iterations yeah. of their bullshit. No, Ubisoft and Origin sucks. Ubisoft Connect, I think. Or- Origin is basically malware. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it used to have it used to have another name. Um, yeah, it's Ubisoft Connect. Um, and so my question is though, it's like I didn't purchase my game through Ubisoft. Say so like the one that I can last remember playing was south park stick of truth like i own through epic because i'm pretty sure i got it for free uh you know own it through epic but you it has to launch through through ubisoft connect so it's like technically i have a, an ubisoft account if that if that i don't think goes, there'd be an issue there. if that goes inactive uh does that game become unplayable? Is it maybe something like just like I so, lose my save file? I would or say you would like lose that? your save file, like because you own it through Epic. You know, you you could. Pro- it would I'm also depend on the agreement have... with Epic and Ubisoft, and it yeah. would probably be in the EULA agreement. Yeah, I'm I'm sure, but you know, my guess would be that because Epic would probably make a stink if they're gonna you know block people out of game ubisoft games bought through epic or ubisoft games bought through steam so i'm sure you loot at that point you're just going to lose your save file epic's You'll also have no access business to right game. now to be losing like users games or uh like usage yeah so i'm sure you know your save file will be dumped you'll still have access to the game you just might have to create a new account at that point but if you bought assassin's creed valhalla through ubisoft bye-bye which like i kind of want to be like i kind of want to be like if you did that if if you're like if you're you know using the ubisoft marketplace i don't you don't deserve nobody deserves that but it's like eh, maybe you kind of deserve (laughs) so i feel like the ubisoft marketplace is designed exactly like a casino to funnel confused old people into it (laughs) No, that's a, that's great, and I've been one of those confused old people because I definitely bought Valhalla on sale through Ubisoft, <laughs> um, but all my other ones are through Steam. Like you might want to keep logging in and uh, hitting your <laughs> weeklies so you don't. 
I don't think you have to actually hit a hit a number of of like time played. It's literally you just gotta keep logging into the account. The thing imagine imagine they set a minimum. They're like, you need to play a minimum of twelve hours a week. Crazy. That's uh, what they want. Keep your account active. Yeah. Now get us in the mines. (laughs) Yep. Now now it's uh, we might as well be playing Axie Infinity at that point. Let me get well, some well, sort that, of that's an reward. interesting it's an interesting dovetail. Like no one brought this this up as a story, but it's uh it's a it's a kind of a relevant point. The all the shit with the the Diablo patch that uh has <laughs> yes. pissed, every, oh has pissed everybody off. So I was like I was like trying to like work it out in my head. It's like so th- taking the specific example of Diablo, um, where they've like nerfed every character, they've made uh the gameplay more difficult the need for grinding at the start of a new season you start a brand new character it's like over like they're they're in their 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 professor their professed reasoning is that like you're you're playing through this too fast you are burning through content too fast so it's like basically we want to slow you down we want to make this harder so you're playing more and it's not like it's a traditional ad revenue type space right where playtime daily active users all that type of shit would translate they're not not going the Fortnite model where they want you in there as long as possible yeah it it doesn't translate you monetize it doesn't translate directly to that monetization right it is it's a little bit more insidious than that because you know, in Diablo 4, say it's not the case for Diablo Immortal, the, the microtransactions are all cosmetic and that type of shit, right? So it's it's not like they're doing like, we've nerfed you, here you need to pay $10 in order to get these stat boosts back, temporarily, of course. Uh, that's, <laughs> that, that's not what they're doing. That that would be ridiculous and, and, and outrageous. Okay, People that is what do... I thought they were doing. <laughs> no, they are not doing that. They are not doing that. But it's, it's so it's more insidious than that. It's like, as I'm trying to work this out in my head, it's like, why are why are these developers trying to boost playtime? Why is that something that they're concerned about? Because it kind of would go against what you were saying, Matt, where it's like, in a lot of ways, they would like you to pay for the game and never fucking touch it because that way they don't have to dedicate time and resources to support and and balancing and all that shit. They 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 actually kind of they want you to buy it but don't want you to play it. Um, yeah. That you know makes sense. So, but it kind of flies in the face of why are they trying to increase playtime? That is a that is an industry wide trend, which is like why which it, for games like made, WoW makes sense or like Final Fantasy fourteen because those are MMOs on subscription services. Yeah, monthly subscription strung out. Whereas Diablo is distinctly not. I have a conspiracy that, theory that it's Game Pass related. Yeah, I was going to say, but Diablo is Game Pass. Put Diablo on Game Pass, and that's one of the things they want to. Milk oh, is it is it not with? Game Pass? It's not Game Pass currently. Not yet, I don't think. Oh, okay. I, I thought that was a day any one. Of those games could be, uh, yeah, because um, the deal so, hasn't been signed. But so what? What I have, it, it still comes down to microtransactions. It still comes down to the monetization practices, right? But it's it is all about the psych the the weird psychology stuff that's going on, um, because they're basically yeah, what they it, got their it, black it's psycho- it's it's psychology <laughs> and statistics because it's all about like yes we're not like mandating that or like putting these things like where we're nerfing you and you have to pay money to get this shit back it's more like the more hours we can put you in this this ecosystem the more likelihood of you spending money goes the more likelihood there is that you will spend money on something whereas if you burn through it and the chances are just lower that's just that's just statistics 
they've probably done a whole probability chart. Oh yeah. Of like you, you lose X amount of people, but the people you keep spend more money and outpace the people who are leaving. Yeah. We know that whales, like... whales are what drive the, these, well, these that was systems. Yeah. More they, everything, even content creators, like, for the large part, some of like the mid-sized ones, whales carry them. I I, I don't understand how these people it's have because money companies to pay the stuff. whales to do things to create trends. Definitely, my, my in some entire cases. theory about GTA Online. Sure, I, at that level, sure. But even like these people that are you know are memberships on YouTube or subscription on Twitch that is dumping the content creators like you know two hundred and fifty bucks a day. It's fucking crazy. I do I do just love the idea of these black hat psychologists just like sitting in their room like just thinking of the most insidious ways to no, get no, people no, addicted to gaming. Know, not not psychologists. I fucking like uh accountants and like uh insurance adjusters and like actuarial tables. Like those are the people that are fucking doing I, I'm it. I'm picturing like, that when you the open trends. the door to uh, their I think it's both. the offices, yeah. it immediately cuts to black and white like Oppenheimer. <laughs> they all got cigarettes hanging out their their mouth, and they're wearing flat brimmed hats. No, they're, you're like, right. They're definitely hiring actuaries and and like statistical uh and analytics staff to do things too. But I think I do think they also have like psych psychologists on board. Psychologists that used to be actuaries. Yeah, like psychologists that used to help people with gambling addictions, and now it's no, just that, like no, fuck it's, that it's, shit. It's, <laughs> Yeah, it's like I gotta gotta secure my bag because oh no, now I have a gambling addiction and there's <laughs> there's no uh there's there's no expert you know who can the who state can... keeps shutting down psych um psychological help, so now I'm gonna go where the money is and that is creating yeah. more need for psychological help. <laughs> yeah. Going to create what I need. Yeah, yeah, because there's plenty of data that like you know gambling addictions and stuff is like the is one of the most uh like what's the right word for it but it's like um harmful harmful yes harmful yes well, i mean it has the highest rate of like the, suicide but the dopamine hit um, is crazy and yeah, it has, that's what you're not trying. even on winning it's the the dopamine hit comes it's the speculative from, like, yeah, part. yeah it's crazy to me just oh, getting amped up just getting amped up i'm i'm in it i'm going to be a millionaire i'll never have to work again yeah it's just the edging of it Get some more. Three, three parts of the five team parlay in, and you're ahead, and you could have pulled out and be, made good money, but you stuck through and lost it all. That's, just need to, yeah. Bad money chasing, good money chasing bads, never, never the right strategy. And now a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. But that's like, DraftKings but money. you know, that is definitely what like Ubisoft is trying to do, right? You know, it's like if we if we force you to have to log Indeed. in and log into our fucking shitty marketplace you'll see the ooh flashy <laughs> assassin's creed valhalla selling to you for you know ten dollars you're like damn that's yeah. a fucking hot deal and you know you're my favorite is they always money. will advertise the percent off if it's like the ultimate edition or something like that mm. but they won't show the price first be like <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla Ultimate Edition, eighty percent off. Be like, oh, that's a big deal. Ultimate God like Ragnarok, Odin Ragnarok <laughs> Edition. Yeah, it's still a hundred dollars. But you um, get a steel case, a steel case but, for no game. Yeah, a steel yeah. case with, with a code in it. Yeah. <laughs> with a piece of paper. That's my Joker moment. 
Oh, you know what? You know, what? I almost had a Joker moment. This is a com- completely kind of, uh, it's kind of tangentially related, but the, uh, there's this like absolute sicko op-ed piece in, in some UK publication where it's like physical games media is dying. And that's a good, and here's why that's a good thing. <laughs> that's Dude, the boy the bros. These are the same people I hate who the British. themselves Brexit yeah. was good for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just, uh... I, I just declared war on like a minor <laughs> inconsequential country. Yeah, those, those those bog people need to go. They're basically New Jersey of Europe. <laughs> Ohio. Just yep. stick to your fucking eels and incest. <laughs> Johnny uh, eels, bro. That's the title of the episode. Right there, <laughs> eels and incest. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to write that down. Um. <laughs> All right, so you know that's that's the French for you, but it's uh, like I was saying, like I was saying to kind of preface all this is like these are the trends, right? The foreclosure of of this space to uh, just you know juice numbers, juice sales, and further insulate these these markets within themselves. We see that short term you know, bumps, man. Short term bumps. So we see that with the consolidation in like the the purchasing of Activision Blizzard, which you know is basically now all but all but a done deal. As we basically have been have been saying from the beginning, as it would always inevitably be. Um it was preordained like, in the stars. Um yeah, if you look up in the night sky, it just the literally face. says Microsoft can buy whatever it's, the it's fuck Bobby they Kodak. want. It's just Bobby Kodak. They, they literally <laughs> wrote that into the stars with their money. Um, this was this was Matt's story. Um, like you know, amidst all the the hubbub around the the absolute bungle that the FTC, you know, uh, managed to you know script you know. To just kind of flop onto the table. Yeah, uh, focusing so heavily on Sony is a very tough, uh, tough choice because you have the immediate counterpoint of Nintendo doesn't use Activision Blizzard games and they are uh, fine. Uh, their their case was so weak, but like yeah, so the 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 hubbub created by like what is essentially the the clearing of this deal. Um, you know, Xbox has been able to sneak in a couple interesting, uh, a couple interesting things that again are just speaking more towards the how they how they are using their kind of uh, untouchable status to further foreclose their own space. So, Matt, what do you got for us? I mean, we start out with like the the ending of the friends and family plan that they had yeah. Just started. Oh my god. Like what the fuck? The, yeah, when did that start? I thought that started it, like this year. It was just a pilot. Like I thought it was just a pilot program. I thought it was a <laughs> pilot program. I thought it was like they're testing it out, and now they're just like, no, nah, we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> well, we I tested mean, it, a, and we're not going to do it. I, I have a whole theory around that, based on like if you've seen the numbers uh, since Netflix had put out their uh, no no password sharing update. Uh, Netflix has gone up in engagement and uh, subscriptions. Yeah, it has. Um, it has unfortunately worked for them the way which, they wanted it to. Which means every company who has a subscription is going to slowly but surely work their way towards uh, one user, one screen, one device, one household. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, what a great timeline. Yeah. It's the like, one device till the... it's the one device thing that pisses me the fuck yes. off. Yes. Yes, it's so inconvenient. Even Microsoft Office you get five devices. Yeah. They're they're slowly going to be pairing that back. Just wait. It's going to be uh Microsoft 365. It's going to include your Windows uh Usage. Oh my god, fuck. Uh you're you're going to pay by week. There's going to be no <laughs> option for <laughs> And Microsoft is not too powerful. They do not have too much control of the tech landscape. <laughs> yeah, no, Anybody telling not. you otherwise? Hey, anyone man, telling hey. you otherwise is a pony. As long as they don't hurt the consumer, as long as the consumer gets... How is that not the definition of hurting the consumer? Yeah, like hurting the consumer at this point means they're going to come to your... They have to come to your house, tie you up, and sodomize you. And that point will protect you. Yeah, but you asked for it because you paid for the EULA. (laughs) I want to roll back that really quick to like the the FTC shit. It's like you were saying, like, yeah, their case was really bad because they were focusing on on how they were basically doing their what they should be doing in arguing that like you know how this is affecting the markets um is going to it's you know going to lessen competition for the market they had, they had no um, focus whatsoever on the fact that microsoft owns legitimately the pc gaming market sorry yes. linux fans but it's you like are not that big yet <laughs> mike you have you have to my point it's like mike you have like you have like you know crowed about this f- forever that you know that's maybe what the FTC should be uh, looking at and be regulating. But the only thing they actually care about and can actually, uh, you know, make action on is is how it affects consumers. And they had no, they basically had no argument there about about how this is going to raise prices for consumers when, uh, you know, half half or more of you know publishing is is done through Game Pass, where they can raise the price of Game Pass, where. Um, they don't understand the mark like you know the people i i'm convinced that you know one people that work in government are stupid anyways uh-huh, as, uh-huh, as someone who has yes. worked in government I, I have <laughs> um and then two video games are so and like the video game market itself is so foreign to most normies and there's a hell of a lot of normies in the ftc and you know they could do as much "Quote unquote research as they want on the market, oh, with, they're complaining. They'll never have a true duty. understanding. What's that? That's that shooty game that my nephew likes. What? Yeah, you can't no. sell that much. Exactly, that like, nephew likes. Yeah, they're, they're never gonna have. <laughs> like, then I supply him every understanding. They're never gonna be even able to do the analysis that we're doing. So you know that 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 ends up not being their focus. Also, the other thing with these investigative bodies um and just with courts and and judges in general your litigator or your advocate is truly so important because they set tone for what's discussed so microsoft making the uh you know shifting the focus to how you know it's uh, shifting the focus away from you know if they have this control over Game Pass. They can raise the prices, and it's going to affect the consumer. They can control the narrative of what's being discussed. That they're not, you know, Sony's still going to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Consumers are still going to have access to these games. Yada yada. They could 
do their whole PR spin. We're not gatekeeping what... it to consoles anymore, guys. Yeah, we're, we're we, friends. We're helping everyone get we, it we, as long we, as they get it. Yeah, so we, we debate service. we debate the 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 truth behind those statements, but Xbox and their lawyers did what the FTC and and what the courts you know need. They they framed the argument around yes, exactly. with with I think you know a spurious argument, but saying that like this is good for consumers. We are in their whole PR line, as yeah. Matt just 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 riffed on, is that you know we want we want to give gamers uh, access to these games no matter where we're, they are. We're gonna put COD on Nintendo Switch, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna make the modern COD games play on a 2014 tablet no and, and that's you know that's the biggest thing to me they they set the narrative and investigative bodies though they do investigations they're not like they're they're doing investigations based on the documents that they've like subpoenaed or gathered from microsoft from sony etc cetera, etc cetera. they're not necessarily like going out you know they're doing case law research and stuff like that but again they're not doing research in order to understand like the the market on the ground how it yeah. it affects the consumer they're not gonna then bring in uh research that is counter to the narrative or like not uh related to the narrative that's being put forth they're only gonna um you know work within that narrative that mm -hmm. you know that's the story they're telling as well and so you know uh, well and to add to that they can't yeah and to add to that they can't like I don't Mike, correct me if I'm misspeaking here, but like they also can't just because Microsoft's not giving them information that's saying, you know, oh, in five years we'll have we have plans to raise Game Pass subscription prices by X percent a year. And then, you know, there won't be even the ability to purchase a game outright. Like they can't they can't really even reach those conclusions because they would need something to tell them that those things are gonna happen. And yep. you know, while we all know that's probably the route things are going to go, the the court system itself, every, uh, right? Every entertainment medium that has been subscriptionified, yes, and what those subscriptions turn into. Well, but and, they and can't. The, the court can't is, do that. And the, and the other thing is, like, even Sony's advocates, attorneys, whatever, that are you know in, uh, you know, through the media, like pushing against them they're running the same within the same narrative framework as well um so you know andrew like you said they're not gonna be able to jump to these conclusions they definitely have the ability to if okay. they could you know like no i'm pretty i'm pretty they, positive they could, at this point what i understand about federal judges is that they are a horse with blinders on <laughs> only sees things one way well i mean this is an administrative anything past you know, that this is an administrative body uh they you know they could they, they could do their own analysis to say like within the market we expect you you know why wouldn't you do x y or z but it, which you, would you, know, you agree to not do in. x y or z for x amount of years to do this deal yeah they make the argument they're like oh it doesn't make it doesn't make economic sense to remove uh call of duty from playstation and it's like do we not? Yet they not immediately understand? only signed a deal that uh, puts it in for ten years only. It's like, well, that's what they've been doing everywhere. But it's like, do we not understand that, like, you know, the you know, the Amazon model? You know, you operate exactly. at a, you operate at a loss for some years, and if any yeah, company on the planet can fucking do that, it's Microsoft. Um, <laughs> Literally, yeah. it's it's all about operating at a loss to. Uh, 
drive to people to your to corner a market. And but they're never going to operate at a loss. You know, they've been but, operating at a loss well, for like well, they're gaming arms. They're gaming arm yeah. has yes, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, that's like, what I mean. Like, they're um, in general, they're not going to operate at a, you know at a loss. They're, like you said, they're such a big corporation that they could eat that somewhere. Um, yeah, I, I reiterate think, for the crowd at home once again: the largest tech company in the world. Yeah, by by like a multiple, an order of magnitude. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's not. Like close. I, I see, I see this as a failure, not only of like the large like antitrust system. We already knew that that was yeah. doo doo dog water. <laughs> uh, but like surprise, yeah. But you know, you know the you gotta have someone in that fucking office that can you know like push the analysis further than what they're doing. That could push them out of the narrative. And especially in this, like, you know, there was especially in law school, there was so much juicing up Linda Khan. Well, they they took the Call of Duty beat. They took that as the the dangly fish that was showed out in front. And not they didn't at all talk about King, who's the real money portion behind yeah, why mobile. Microsoft would want to get into this uh, conglomerate. Definitely, definitely in the short term. Yeah, I, th- I think this is just like an all-around failure of the the government here to you know protect us gamers. No, it was Such embarrassing. Demographic. Speaking of all-around it, it failure, is. it truly is. It's like come. It's on its face. It's just so disgusting and gross. You know, like, how, how does that not raise any flags? And again, Linda Khan was supposed to be this, like, progressive, you know, help the consumer. She's going to do great things. She, blah, blah, she blah, on blah, a, blah. like, great losing streak, hasn't won She's anything. only taken L's. <laughs> yeah. But in her mind, probably not L's. Probably the wins. Cleveland because Browns of FTC. Is, like, it's very you know, much uh, strikes me as a Liz Warren era Democrats, yes. and it was very much like, you know, we're making these, we've got the policies, we're making incremental change. Uh, you know, these losses are in themselves small victories that, when yeah. taken together, equal maybe one middling size. Uh, uh, yeah. You're Folks, hired. Folks, you may You're not, you may not be able to uh, play the games you've historically owned, but. You will be able to play Call of Duty for the next 10 years. So, you know, take what you can get. Well, and, and also, I you know, low-key, I think the, the U.S. government had uh, some some underlying, you know, secret agenda that they wanted. Well, yeah, because the U.S. Duty government wants you on American... a Microsoft platform, which is an American company. Exactly. American and then they can control so... the propagandizing of you. <laughs> and so that when we go to, you know. Pentagon's got to control strikes. that, that uh, yeah, it's got to control that that propaganda arm. They're working on next year's storyline already. It's so much easier for them to have to only monitor Microsoft's live uh chat and this have to work in japan to get no i i totally think xbox live chat though we we Uh, need we need microsoft to have to have call of duty none none of this let's uh, yeah and let's not we are making a joke about that but like microsoft is a huge partner of the u.s government in like every yeah man they're gonna get that hololens helmet to the soldiers and eventually (laughs) 10 soldiers sick to their stomach within five minutes of putting it on hey that's actually based we can reduce the amount of war crimes we do by by incapacitating our war crimes doers giving them all yeah but if it makes the two out of ten as efficient as the ten out of ten (laughs) <laughs> then 
<laughs> shell shocked from VR. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was half joking, but definitely some, you know, definitely some U.S. government involvement, especially with the Call of Duty games. The the, the last part of this, I just want to bring up, is that uh, Microsoft is formally ending their Xbox Live Gold program. I saw and rolling that, yeah. it into Xbox Game Pass Core. Uh, first, I'd like to make fun of the people who said that the Sony system being tiered was confusing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm so confused by this. This is so baffling to me. Like, I do because not understand. This people is were convinced worse than Sony's system. People are convinced that there's a typo. <laughs> that there's that there's a typo in this graphic. That's why it's like the explanation that you were giving me. I'm like. Yeah, the, as written, that seems to be the case in which you can describe. But it's like the whole thing is like uh, people were, were thinking like, yeah, that console PC and Ultimate Game Pass uh, don't actually give you, or no, Ultimate does, but say console and PC Game Pass doesn't give you multiplayer. <laughs> yes, on console. On PC, it's a completely different story okay, because that on is, PC, yeah, that you is, don't have to pay for internet access. Yeah, that's completely different. That's just so part that, of paying for your internet. But so, so the question is that it's like, yeah, how, so I don't understand, like, cause you, you, you wouldn't buy core and console. So it's basically saying if you, a console shouldn't exist, it should just be core PC and ultimate. Right. Yeah. Uh, Generally speaking. Yes. But uh, Xbox game pass console will still exist to roop the people who don't know how to do math. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and get them to get core and game pass console separately rather than through ultimate true because it's true. like because it's like the console it's version, literally the only the, reason the console yeah. version is or to have game game pass but it's specifically, not specifically no more you Xbox don't want Live. to play online and all you want are single player games off game pass because you can still play game pass without paying for core just like you could play game pass without live but you lose access to uh, cloud backups of your saves the online uh, multiplayer other than like free-to-play games you could still play but like yeah oh that's my favorite part though they're getting rid of the monthly free games which they've been trying to do for like two years now pretty sure they like tried to roll this out in 2021 and people threw like a bitch fit or like you can't stop giving us our free monthly games that we pay for uh so they've been like giving them like plants versus zombies garden warfare uh <laughs> like like those types of tier games uh but Form, they've replaced former that flash with, player games <laughs> yeah there are some with decent games 25 game catalog similar to what the ps plus collection was initially uh-huh. uh there are some decent games in there, there absolutely are good there ones. are some okay first party titles but then there's, there's a among Mo- us, there's a mogus <laughs> which is a free-to-play phone game being thrown in there like it's something uh incredible and you know awesome of them to give you as hey, part of this. among us is is five dollars okay can you just yeah, fucking be grateful can you just fucking be grateful like goddamn they work so hard to bring this to us and all yeah, you man, do they is gave us forza horizon forza horizon 3 forza horizon 4 forza <laughs> motorsports forza horizon 5 <laughs> In this list, all you get is Forza Horizon 4. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you, but you do get Dishonored 2, Doom Eternal, Fable no, there, Anniversary. There are some good games on there. But this what is, is setting the, the standard game? that they no longer have Psychonauts to 2, come up I think. with games to give out for free. I, this I is them. Like and oh, remember, grounded, I guess. 
is is kind of new. Remember where this all goes back to and starts with. Back in the Xbox 360 and PS3 era, Xbox originated the idea of paying for online multiplayer with live. I remember and that. Gave you that yeah, shit free games ridiculous. as part of that as an incentive to be like. This that was why a, you're paying. That was a major reason why I stuck with PlayStation is that it because didn't Sony cost anything to free. fucking access internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they went the Xbox model at some yes. point. So this is this is an example I'm using here of Microsoft flexing their financial arm to change a market into a different model. And then um, they have hit the point where they've dried out that market and they're like, well, we can't do this anymore. So we're just going to change uh no more monthly games because that's too hard for us we've run out of uh shovelware to throw at people (laughs) they they started to catch on when we kept giving them uh um cut the rope console edition (laughs) cut the rope um they've got one they've got one here they've got one here called human fall flat incredible month to month but sony has at least every year given me games that i've been pretty happy to take for the each, cost each month my... there's at least one that i that i that i snag yeah for the most part yeah no they i just thought it was funny that they turned it into a tiered system and made it more confusing after all oh their pundits God. made fun of the sony system for being tiered and confusing no which it the... really wasn't that confusing no no it like, really wasn't it's that clear was as day that... it's clear as day now in retrospect you know compared to this fucking comparatively nonsense. i'm still confused <laughs> yeah congratulations microsoft you're becoming your worst enemy and so if they had <laughs> if they had done the friends and family plan if they like because there's now no indication if that's going to come back um because what they called that was the friends and family preview yeah, because <laughs> uh, again, it was a trial. They were testing it out in some chosen markets, but it's like a a, a group family pass for Ultimate was like twenty under twenty five dollars. So yeah. for like split amongst the four of us, that would have been a no brainer. Um, yeah, currently I I I do I uh, unsubscribe from PC Game Pass because there's just like hasn't been anything. Of remote interest the last thing i played on it was hi-fi rush which was fucking january um so i think like, i even I- made the statement on an earlier episode this year when they were uh when they reverted the change to like uh, game pass stacking um when you couldn't you can no longer buy uh like a certain increment and stack them over and over again mm-hmm and people were like, oh, they're ending it on, like, X date, so I'm going to go out and buy, like, six years of Game Pass right now and stack Lock it. Like, it Congratulations, in. dumbass. You played yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you don't even know if in six years from now Game Pass will even fundamentally still exist as a service in the way you know it. Yeah. Yeah, this has turned into some, some you know... An, an interesting uh, examination of Xbox and I was going to say me, their, me just whole, for 20 minutes calling Xbox users dumbasses in various yeah. creative ways in their whole ethos but it's uh, the story that I have for us does also have an Xbox connection The it is all surrounding some in what I would describe as manufactured drama surrounding Baldur's Gate 3 and its uh, its scope of the size of the game, like a bunch of developers were uh, voicing some some complaints uh, about 
gamers and about their expectations that basically it's you know classic twitter stuff make you know uh you know make a problem of ma- uh you know make a guy get mad at said guy who does not exist mm-hmm. you know it's like they're they were basically you know cri- criticizing a problem that has not that has not arisen because obviously this game has not fucking come out yet um because but now, now there's going to be a developer out there who holds himself to the standard and can never reach it so like the 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 headline is it's like why why devs consider Baldur's Gate three an anomaly, not a new standard for RPG RPG genre? Quote it's Rockstar level nonsense for scope. And where does that quote come from? Because that was the one that was plastered everywhere. Rockstar level nonsense. Yeah, it comes from a Xbox dev. <laughs> <clears throat> um, it comes from. It comes from James Berg, a senior technical program manager for accessibility at Xbox. Um, but so that, that, really that makes me feel good accessible. about Xbox's accessibility department. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like people are saying, like, you know, this is like not typical of of game development, and you know, CRPGs in general, you know, are still so so niche and do not have the level of resources and history and backing that that Baldur's that Larian Studios does and people are just like no fucking shit like you know like who the fuck are you talking to you know it's like this is not a this is not a problem that people that you know that's going to be that widespread you know you're going to have some idiots too experienced so they need to dumb themselves down they need to make a standard meet everyone else's standard instead of you know raising a bar ever how dare they innovate so like there's this thread that started it off, but then someone responded, this whole thread, you can't be appalled about how much big games cost to make and make those lavish productions the standard by which all games are judged. I hope Baldur's Gate 3 is a generous once-in-a-lifetime RPG. I hope no one expects a 10, 20, 40-person team to make one. And it's just like, no fucking shit. Like, I, I know what I'm getting when I like when I uh, support uh, an indie oh, man. studio. Next time... I'm watching the indie developer uh, show at Summer <laughs> Game Fest when they're showing Baron Breakfast 2. If it's not a 17,000 spiderweb ending. Um, but then you have actual even... AAA developers chiming in as well. Like those who have the same level of resources, if not more. Their point is like, oh, we don't have the creative control that you do. We're beholden to our corporate overlords uh you know and that was like who's a you know normally a pretty based uh uh individual uh josh sawyer the obsidian design director um who was recently on an episode of of chapo which was good and i recommend um he's like yeah this is a great thread the conditions under which Baldur's gate 3 was made are atypical this is no way a slight against the game or the people working on it who are clearly passionate and talented having a foundation set and the funding to build things on your own terms is invaluable. Um, and it's like, yeah, that's true. And like other people are being like, yeah, this had a unusual, like this is also was bullshit. They're like, this has an unusual production schedule of like a six year production. And we're seeing that that's just not the case that triple A games, which you would it's be. All, it's almost hard- starting to look like the six year production cycle is a pretty like. Wasn't good that, standard to go for wasn't that yeah, just like a new, that. wasn't that just a news piece that has just been out like in the past month as well as like that that, was, mm-hmm. tears of the got, kingdom was a six-year yeah, it's like you got to get used you got to get used to a, a five-year development cycle five six-year development cycle hundreds of millions of dollars or in the case of fucking uh grand theft auto six 
um, which is another thing I posted Billion. in the chat. Uh, it's like, yeah, a ten-year a ten-year project costing over two billion dollars, which is just like just, how, so, just how? so we're all where is all, where is all that money going? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Just so we're all aware, GTA Six costs roughly like sixty-five percent of what the entire New Haven Bridge overpass renovation <laughs> project costs. It's like, oh, yeah. But bill, a, a billion, a cycle. billion dollars is a physically impossible number for the human brain to conceive of. It's like how how did they spend two billion dollars on this? Like how is that not just fundamental mismanagement? I, I don't guess that's that, but that's a that's a that's you a. See, the thing well, is, they've invested I mean, all of that money, and then day one gamers are still going to be complaining about the female protagonist model, and. <laughs> Um, it being too woke because it's in Miami. There, I mean, when you're gonna gross a billion in sales like the day it release, yeah. Well, they can't uh, afford to yeah, do it. Are we, they, are we gonna do it over under on launch day? Uh, oh my god, I'm telling you, they're gonna they're gonna make a billion in sales like in a week, and then online will gross them, and then an absurd the amount of money. Of the next ten years, when they don't release anything else. And they'll release two different remasters of it for two separate console generations. Yeah, for the next two. Actually, uh-huh. no, because Microsoft will have bought them by then and will have turned it into a Game <laughs> Pass model. But circling back to Baldur's Gate and Larian, it's just like this whole, like, it was a discussion for several days online, which is, you know, a feat in our in our you know current news cycle um yeah man this is old i've moved on already but it's just like i don't understand it's like again this these are these are problems that do not exist and that uh criticisms that no real person is is levying at them it's like larian is not really triple a they maybe are kind of more double a and it's because they focus on crpgs which themselves are like still kind of like i said this kind of niche genre um but they have a studio with like 400 fucking people you know like what the fuck of course they're they're more capable of putting something out they've been in fucking early access for three goddamn years like we know that this is that this is something you know unique and like our expectations are you know have a little bit more faith in in gamers to you know be able to analyze the the production history of a particular product you know it's like we oh man they definitely the never made any other games that have any other depth whatsoever to them divinity original sin 2 is an eight hour single player story experience <laughs> well that's what they're saying it's like oh it's like they're coming off the back of this they have the tech and the knowledge based off of these previous experiences and it's just like I, I, you're not supposed to build on your experience uh, yeah and i just i also i just like i have no patience for like the AAA devs, like the fuck, like the people from Insomniac, and even um, the Obsidian people, where it's just like uh, they're covering their own asses, you know. And it's just like um, Insomniac you know, also is like its own separate beast of like six year development cycle isn't like a thing for them. They seem to function in like a four to three year uh, game no, development it's, like, it's niche. like there there are these two aspects to this argument where it's like yeah nobody is expecting smaller studios to produce this no one is expecting that but then it's like the the, the studios all, who could meet this 
Yeah, it's they're just they're using they're ju- they've jumped on this this argument that is essentially that is true. Protest too much. So that is true. Deal. That is true. But again, is an argument that no real person is making um, to then be like, yo, yeah, us too. Ooh, we're, we're, we're just a small bean. Um, you know, <laughs> we, we, we can't, uh, we can't produce something anywhere near as complex as this. Um, yeah, you gotta our, our defend little, yourself before the allegations come out. Our collect, our little, you know, collectathon, uh, co- you know, copy paste content, you know, can't nearly compete. And you know, we're constrained by our, you know, with our creative efforts. You know, we don't have the freedom that comes with being a Sony first party studio, um, in the in the billions of dollars that 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 uh, translates to in funding, um, over you know over the course of our studio life. You know, it's 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 obscene on all counts like uh, it's like one i've just like taken to the point where anybody who's posting a thread on twitter sicko don't follow <laughs> like you know either mute or block them it's like i don't fucking need to to hear your fucking shit um no, man you know? don't you know they're doing this now because once you get that that blue check mark you get that cash from uncle elon <laughs> you know that that fat advertising revenue you know first you got to pay him money and then he'll pay you more money it's like that Nigerian prince uh, scheme where, you know, you have to send them $50,000 that they can pay the fees to send you a million dollars. Yeah, it's just this one was just like baffling to me. And, and I but I just I love I love still that the actual headline connection still comes from Xbox. That was that was the, the kicker for me. You know, yeah, out of lower expectations out of the for the future slot sit there and say like, Oh, five years from now, people are going to be like, oh, well, Microsoft's games don't meet the standard of uh, Baldur's Gate 3. They're you know, they're getting out ahead of it saying, we're not going to meet that standard. Don't expect <laughs> us to. Yeah. We are going to make Redfall. Take your slop. Forever. Forever. That's that's all you're getting. Redfall 2, Redfall 3, Redfall 1 Remastered, <laughs> Redfall, 2, Redfall 2 Remake. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, I think that is going to do it for us today. Unless there was any other any other gaming news that that you wanted to bring to our attention, or uh, I know we had a bunch of little stories that we were playing around with, but I think those will make good fodder for our uh, upcoming stream for Uncut Comrades, which you can follow us on Twitch.tv/slash Campaign Comrades. We will be live this Tuesday. 7.30-ish seems to be our regular time, and we will be going over all these little fun stories that, you know, didn't quite make the cut for for the podcast. Um, the uh, the first official congregation for the Church of Glorbo will be meeting uh, next Sunday, 7 a.m. Yeah, you, se- you can send your tidings to my Venmo. <laughs> And then I will make sure they get to Glorbo. I am the number one uh, <laughs> financial <laughs> officer your Glor- of the Church of Glorbo. You're Glorbo's prophet. You yep. speak, you speak through me. Yeah, you're the mouthpiece for Glorbo. All praise Glorbo. All right. Uh, that'll be it for us. We will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.